we can make it if we do like God say do it now the people you hear coughing they don't have a cold it's that stuff still going around The enemy want me to say, well, let's go home. I say that's what he want. In the book of Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter. Beginning with the 17th verse, and also in the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 2, and verse 19. And also, back to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 1. What time do we supposed to in our Bible class. How, what time? Oh, you know what time is both end, but you don't know what time it starts, do you? <laughs> oh, you keep up with the ending part. have the Holy Ghost. Well, didn't everybody hear me because I want everybody to hear me that. Amen. Raise your hand by everybody that got the Holy Ghost. If you don't raise it, I'm going. Oh, somebody got a buffer there. That's good. Alright, just keep them up till I look. Oh, I couldn't hardly see back there. I see now. Alright.
what we is about to go into, you will agree whether it's you or somebody else. Something is wrong somewhere. Is it you? Or is it somebody else? Now Paul said here in the book of Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 he said what? Therefore if any man be in Christ if any man be in Christ if any man if any man has been born again. If any man have been baptized in water in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, if any man, see that puts you in it. That puts you in him. Now he said, if any man be in Christ, I don't care how he used to be. I don't care how low he was, how dirty and filthy he was. I don't care how profane that he was. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He is. Now think about where they put some of us. I want you to think. You heard this before, but God made it on my heart to bring this into the new year to help us look at ourselves and to see have we brought about a change in our lives since we say we're saved. We can start in our homes. But it's time, if you don't already know it, it's time to examine ourselves. And there is no reason that we should try to justify ourselves when we know that we are under condemnation. When we know that we are in the valley and we ought to be up. Or we ought to be coming out of the valley. There's some wives don't even enjoy their husbands preaching. They call it the way they are. There are others who don't enjoy the teaching even in Sunday school. It's because they know how they're living. <clears throat> we first, who are ministers, should be able to say like Paul said, follow me. As I follow Christ. 
I don't live where that my wife has to hold her head down when I'm up here. Sometimes she may would ask a question, are you teaching? Are you preaching? What is she saying that for? It's because she enjoys my teaching or my preaching. I, I hope you do. <laughs> but when the individual who are teaching or preaching ain't coming up to the standard himself, it brings about embarrassment. And people don't want to hear this. Now, let's go to the sixth chapter and deal with this since I'm on the preachers. And then we'll come back. Listen what Paul is saying here in the very first verse of the sixth chapter. And this goes for ministers. All right, he says what? We then. We then. As workers together with him. We then. Coming over from the fifth chapter now into the sixth chapter. He said we then. We ministers. We then. Are what? As workers together with we him. We are workers together. The ministers is working together with God or with Christ. Now I want you to think, as long as you is walking right and teaching right, then God is with you and he is working with you and you're working with him. The ministers. We then are working together with him. We ministers are leaders. We're supposed to be helping you to get ready to go back with the Lord. Amen. Now we can't make people do anything. We can't make them live right. But we can ask them according to the word of God. And this is our job. But you must live the life so that you will be able to work with them as God is working with them. Now, if you ain't living what you're supposed to live, then God cannot work with you with them. Then you know what you have? A puny, no good church. Because we is to help get you ready. Now you're going to see something else. As we go further. <clears throat> It'll be gone after a while. <coughs> Amen. It's good that we can cough. Clear our lungs. But if you ain't ready for this thing, all the rebuking that you can do 
It won't do no good. God is not trying to compel any of us. I'm talking about he himself. This is a volunteer thing. You must want to do it. You volunteer. It came to God when you heard the gospel. Amen. Then you must be willing to do what he said do. Is because you volunteer. Now those people got in this thing want to do things their way. But God won't have it. He knows what he wants. And in the book of Timothy, chapter 2 and verse 19, it says, that's Second Timothy, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Amen. I say he knows them that are his. Not from your testimony, not from your singing, but he knows them that belong to him. He knows. Regardless of our testimony. Now he said, if you belong to me, then you must walk like you know me. You must talk like you know me. Let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Huh? Well, what is all of this we got going on? We say we know it. Now, God know what you're doing. He said, if you belong to me, then draw a line. And daddy enemy to try to cross it. We got to be bold in this. Let everyone that is named the name of Christ, that word his name, that declare that they've been born again, that declare that they is a Christian, that they is a saint, let them depart from iniquity. Is that what he said? Amen. How many have that? Well, you won't have to say that Bishop said it. But God knows. We can't fool him. God knows them that are here. Even you take, take it on the natural side. Mothers don't always know their babies. I'm talking about when he's first born. Amen. They can get it and they can switch. Amen. Some of us men here now, you might belong, you may have a different mother than what you think. <laughs> and that it can be possible. In the hospital, the only way that you can you can have a fact and proof that that's yours is that you was born at home about a midwife, a doctor there. Now that's right, because they will switch on you. These what things that you see on TV, amen. All of them is not fairy tales or just a joke. They actually switch babies. Amen. So somebody else may be your mama. Is that right? Oh yes it is. It's possible. Amen. A cow knows her calf. 
anyone, any of the animals out there, they, they, they got some sort of a way of smelling them to find out whether or not it's a part of them. Then if it's not, they ain't going to feed them. They'll walk away from them. And if they don't stay away from him, they ain't going to hate him. They say, well, now, God knows them that belong to him. You may run up there and you may put on a front and you may try, but God say, you ain't mine. You ain't mine. I know them that are mine. There are some preachers God didn't send. Lord, help me. A minister supposed to be at the top, at the top of God's program, where that you will be able to look up to him. I tell some of the ministers, now that is under me, you can't put yourself down there. With just the saints. I don't mean that you are so proud or something. But you got to stay above them. Where they can respect you. And obey you. But when they run with you every day. And carry on a lot of stuff. Amen. See there are some people that. They. It's bad to say. But sometimes. Fathers can't even play with their children. They'll get sassy. And they will even lose respect for their father or their parent. So you've got to stay on a level where that they can respect you. Or they'll laugh and talk with you. They'll socialize with you. But there is a time when you mean business and you want to call their hand. And they won't respect you. And some of the deacons the same way. And yet you will say, well, they don't even respect me. Or you carry yourself in a way where that they can't respect you. You can demand respect by trying to order. You don't have to order respect. Amen. Just know that you are doing right or living right. Have you heard the old saying that it's true that you play with a puppy, he'll lick your mouth? That is true. So God is telling the ministers, look, you is to work with me. This is my program. If you work with me, he said, then I'll work with you. But if you don't, and trying to do it your way, God won't respect you, and the one that you're trying to help won't respect you either. He won't respect your work. But Paul said that we are workers together, together, and he's talking about the minister. I live so I can correct my wife 
if we is at home. I'm supposed to live like that. I'm being a husband in one way, but she should be always looking up to me. When it comes to advice or whatever that may be, it's because if I'm her leader, yet I'm her husband, I'm her pastor. Then there's some time that I have to prove something in the way of correcting. Because if she make it to heaven, it's going to be because of me. Oh, I don't hear y'all say that, but it's true. Amen. Huh? Amen. The pastor is the one that is to help perfect you. To help get you ready for heaven. For Jesus ain't doing it all by himself. He got some help. Uh, Y'all don't even want Bible class tonight, do you? But it's the truth. Amen. Amen. Sometimes it may call for rebuke. But we got to know when to rebuke. Paul said, now there's some that sometimes they want to do sound doctrine. Sometime rather than for some to obey, they will rather leave and wind up in some church that is not of God. Amen. But we have to stand for him and we must speak the word of God regardless who don't like it. We cannot compromise. We must let God help us because God gave us this job because he entrusted in us his word that we may be able to stand up and carry it out. We can't compromise. We can't do it. Some of y'all said on Monday night said, Bishop, oh, I wish I had your boldness. Amen. You, you ain't no preacher if you ain't got no boldness. You, you find yourself compromising. But when God opened a door, he opened it for you to go in. Not you try to open a door yourself. But when God opened a door, then you got an opportunity. Amen. To show the people what God is requiring. But if we are Christians, if we are saints, if we are sheep, then we must be willing to be led by the shepherd. Amen. Now, Paul said, that we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Now remember, before there's a new, there's old. But since you was old and been brought over now and been born of the water and spirit, 
It's nothing make you new but water and spirit. If you've been born of the water and spirit, that's the reason you need both of them. Huh? You need the baptism in the name of Jesus. You need that. You can't skip over that and just get the Holy Ghost. And I tell you something else. You will never get the Holy Ghost if you are brought in the knowledge of the baptism in Jesus' name and has purpose in your heart, I'm not going to accept it. I'm not going to be baptized in Jesus' name. You'll never repent. For God will hold repentance back from you. Amen. Those that receive the Holy Ghost before they were baptized, perhaps they had never heard of the baptism in Jesus' name. But yet they were trying to do and live all they knew. And God filled them with the Holy Ghost. Now step number two is to be baptized to make the new birth complete. Is to be baptized in Jesus' name. But now you watch this. If you're trying to get the plan of salvation over to your hearers or listeners and they are fighting the name of Jesus, the water baptism in Jesus' name, before they get the Holy Ghost in purpose that they don't want the Holy Ghost, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is good enough for them being baptized. They'll never Get the Holy Ghost with the evidence speaking in tongue. God is the one that allows repentance to come upon you. He can hold it back. And he give it to according to the way he see your heart. Always remember the thing that God has already put in his program. And if we find ourselves rejecting it, then God won't let us go any further with him. Hallelujah. We yet some will say what they have. But you don't have it like God said. We are new creatures. Then when I look around and I see. Now thank God there's no, the people you say, there's no F and answer. But I know without a shadow of a doubt. Not just a, a doubt. I know without a shadow of a doubt. I got the Holy Ghost. Huh? I know because there's a change in my life. I know that I got the new birth. I know that. I don't have to just say it all the time. My actions prove. Because I know what I was and the way I was before God saved me. Oh no, I was a mean character, a mean husband, a mean husband to my wife. Before I got the Holy Ghost. I didn't have to overcome that to show you that I was new. But there's a lot of other things I did. Amen. That was ungodly. That wasn't right. That I don't do now. As I said that I used to smoke one cigarette after another one and all that and drink beer and all that. Since I've been saved, That never happened to me. 
There's not a cigarette that ever went in my mouth since 1953 when God saved me. I have bought no more Budweiser or Slits or Forstead. I haven't bought any of that. And I haven't taken a drink with nobody else with it. Hallelujah. And not only that, my friends backed off from me. I didn't run no longer with my unsaved friends. Because they will contaminate you. God said you're going to get new friends. You can't keep those old friends and stay saved. You can't keep those old buddies. And not only that, they don't want to be with you. Amen. You just don't fit. Amen. The thing that you used to talk about, you don't want to talk about them over here. Amen. Why? Because you're new. So you want new things. You want new songs. You want new friends. How in the world can you run with your same old buddies? Amen. I don't care what they were. They don't like your conversation no more. Amen. Because what you be talking about, they don't want to hear it. And what they be talking about, you don't want to hear it. I'm new. I've been elevated. Hallelujah. So I got to find me another group. I got to find me somebody else. Amen. That think on the same level that I think on. Now let us remember a new beginning. That's when every one of us when we get saved. That's when our beginning now changes. Not the old but the new beginning. Everything is different. It makes me court different. Married different. Amen. Get somebody that is saved because he said, now since you are saved, I don't care how much you love that fellow out there or that girl out there. If she ain't saved or he ain't saved, you got to cut her loose. I don't care what he got or what she got, cut her loose. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. And he or she is not a believer just because they got the baptism. He or she is not a believer just because they got the Holy Ghost. You got to have both of them to make your salvation right. Amen. And it takes water and spirit. And if you don't abide like God say, somebody asked me the other day uh, about the Holy Ghost saying, can the Holy Ghost leave you. On this wise, when you willfully won't obey, when God always trying to help you and you is rejecting him day by day, when God gives you up, Lord, that's a hard thing. But if God give you up, you are dead. There is no life in you at all. But God goes 
goes to the extreme. If that is just the spark of life in you, God will come to your rescue. He started you in the coal of fire. Just the spark. All that's God want. That is a little life left within you. He'll get there and he will blow that coal. He'll fan it. He'll fan it. Until more life will get in it. Than the rather it get. Then after he get through. Then he'll fan it. That it will become a flame. Hallelujah. But when God gives you up, when you are dead and there's no life in you, you is in a bad shape. For he said, my spirit shall not always strive with you. When you get to the place, my brother, sister, where nobody no longer try to correct you or chastise you, and let you run on the way that you are going. It's a bad sign. God has given you up. And when I look at the church world today. And, and it makes me uneasy. But this can happen to anybody. My family. Can give so much trouble that if ever I stop. Trying to correct them by coming to the Lord or living like this. If ever I stop and let them do as they please, it's a bad sign. When I stop trying to reprove you for Jesus or God get tired of just whipping or chastising the people and they won't obey. God is not going to beat a dead horse or dead mule. They got no feelings. It's doing no good. But as long as there is hope, then you are blessed for somebody to try to help you. Because if not, it's too bad. Amen. If I stop Dealing with some of you, as much as you get into trying to help perfect you, if I stop, it doesn't mean that you are getting by. It doesn't mean that I don't see you because I see you. Amen. You may not believe it. There are things that I see you don't think I see it. Just because I don't say anything, I see them. I saw many things in 98 that you haven't repented of as of yet. But when I see and God see, it ain't doing no good. Then what the use to just beat a dead horse? He got no feeling. He passed feeling. His conscience don't bother. Nothing you say affect him. He is dead. He is dead. 
anything that is dead, there's no life in that individual. I promised God from last year on this year I'm going to tighten the range a little tighter. Now you may buck or you may rear and you may break a loose and run. God don't want me to run after God's going to take these same words that you hear some of them tonight and judge you by them. The fear of God should be in us. You ought to be afraid to do wrong. Why is it you think that we'll keep on preaching and teaching about homosexuals and they won't repent of it? They are increasing. And lesbians. Some of y'all just wake zones of homosexual, but let me tell you now, it's lesbians in the church. Some of whatever's out there has been brought in here. But if we know how to deal with it, it can't stay in here. Hallelujah. For this side of congregation, we got less homosexual and less lesbians in here than any church of this side that I know. But they will multiply. They will accumulate. They will come from other places because it's somebody over here the devil wants. Hallelujah. God want his ministers to work together with him on everything that isn't right. Trying to perfect you and trying to help you to get right. Are you thinking along the way that I'm thinking in this way that I don't teach or preach nothing about tithes too much and offering. Because that is not where the devil is. The devil will pay tithes and offering. But when it comes to other things, he's trying to do his dirt under the cover. Those type things, God abominates. God abominates something else. And that's a liar. Something else he abominates. And that is fornication. How in the world can we commit fornication and still feel like we are clean? 
have to get down low. You have to hate what God has said to commit fornication. You know it's wrong. You know it's a sin. That's why you go somewhere and hide to do it. Now whether they know it's a sin in a death, oh I don't know what you call it, type of sin. Now whether they is in the knowledge of that or not. In New York, in California, in other places, they don't care. They don't care or they just don't know. Just like you would take a female and walk down the street, they'll take another man. Like you hug up with a female, they hug up with another man right before you. They don't try to hide it. Past feeling. God is trying to help us. But he's not going to force himself. Now some of us, as I said before, you know what type feelings you got. You know what kind of a lust in you. You know when you have feelings for another man, will you be contented without trying to do something about it? Brother, you don't want to be saved. You know what God said. You know how you feel. And you come and say, Bishop, I don't like this feeling. I ain't done nothing, but I don't like it. Because I know it ain't right for me to have this type feeling. And the woman is the same way. It's natural for a man to have feelings for a female. But yet you have that feeling. God said, you better not do nothing. You better resist it. You better have strength enough. Amen. To overcome it. He got many examples. Pharaoh's wife had feeling for Joseph. But he didn't have no feeling for her. For he knew it was wrong. And you got no excuse. And we can think of something, but God say, then do like Joseph. Well, Bishop, I couldn't help it. They did this, so they did that. What did Joseph do? She caught him and she got his clothes. But he ran out of his coat. If the devil gonna lie, let him lie. But as long as you is innocent in everything, God will stand by your side. You can't make friends with everybody. But you got to tell the truth. During the funeral here on Monday night, somebody was offended. Oh, I don't mean you, but somebody was offended. But I had to tell the truth. Once I had an opportunity and the door was open, God said, don't compromise. I got sense enough to know that when you're dead, you're done. For then, 
There's no sense in me preaching to somebody that is gone. Hallelujah. That's why I told Ella Ferguson on Monday night, I said, you all have done me a favor. Now, I don't have to say nothing about the deceased. I got you to talk to. Their own words condemned them, how she was. Amen. And they had to say she was different. This thing will make you different. Oh, yes, it will. The Lord knows them that are his. Everybody in the building, and we had quite a few people in here on Monday night, but everybody in here could have condemned her and said as many bad things about her as they said good things. Nobody had to say one good thing about her, but God had the record. God didn't need you to say she was good. God didn't need you to say she'd never depart from the faith. God had her record. Many can say what they want to. Anyway, you can say how she lived or how any man lived. But as long as God got the record, it makes no difference what you say. Either way, because he knows them that are here. A new beginning. We who God has spared and allowed us from 1998 and even further back, he gave you a long chain, a rope that will reach out just to see how far you would go. And you've been going around and doing what you wanted to do. And God didn't bother you. Not that he didn't see you. But he was wondering when will you come to yourself? When will you stop long enough to listen to me? When will you stop long enough to hear my word? When, you, when will you be so condemned that nobody have to actually come to the altar? But you come and you're coming because, Lord, I'd like to yield the other day. And I'm coming for strength. Doesn't mean that you've done, done wrong all the time. But you, you know that is working in you. And you're coming for more strength. The devil will try to condemn you and keep you away from the altar. But if you want to do right, and yet you see you don't have enough strength, come to the altar. God said, if you come, you're going to find help. And that's the way it should be. New creatures. What about you is new? Not just one thing, not just two things, but the whole you, the whole man, the whole creature ought to be new. If you've done wrong to your brother and sister, you need to go and apologize. You don't carry malice in your heart like you did before you got saved. If you still carry it, what's new? 
God speaks to them that were listening to hear him. He said again, obey me. Defraud ye not one of the other. If you go withhold yourself from your wife or your husband, you had no business getting married. Before you got married, she was always coming. Confessing because you couldn't stay apart. And the enemy had you just heated up so until you found yourself always out of God's will. And now since you got married and you got the privilege to satisfy lust or whatnot, then you don't want to. Not with that point, you'd rather go out and find somebody else. God don't want no playboys over here. Right. Huh? And he ain't going to have no playboys over here. And you ain't that popular either. And you ain't that handsome either. And you ain't that pretty either. Don't let that man fool you. Don't let that woman fool you. Amen. Telling you about your eyes and how you look. You know good and well your eyes ain't like he says they are. You got a mirror, you can look in it. Until he gets you. He play up to you. And you do like Samson, you yield. When you find yourself yielding, your strength begins to leave you. Amen. I'm talking about new creatures. I want you to go back and examine yourself and say, what about me is new? I don't mean just one thing. I know a man that was only baptized in Jesus' name. And for years he stayed in the church. He would come to church. He would defend the word of God that is right. And he went on and on and never smoked another, another cigarette. He stayed around the church every time the door was open. He was there. He loved the church, but he never got the Holy Ghost. He was a gambler. He stopped gambling. All of these things. But he never got the Holy Ghost. You can do something without the Holy Ghost. It's not a sign that you're saved. But what about all things? God give you a new life altogether. A life to represent him. I'm afraid, but I must say, some of us need to go back. We need to go back to the tarot room. Because we don't have what we think we got. It ain't powerful enough to keep us from doing wrong. Are you listening? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. God is trying to help you even tonight. You got to forget about people and hearing them thinking, oh, all of these years, it's more years than that that you're going to burn in the lake if you don't try to get yourself right. What are you doing, Bishop? I'm working together with him. If Jesus tarry, I'm not going to be your way. And you that ain't trying to live nothing, 
I don't want you to call my name when I die. Well, that's one thing about Bishop. When he was here, he done this and he done that. Amen. It ain't doing no good. Let me see some fruit now. Let me see some love being manifest now. Not so much as you come to me and tell me you love me. You don't have to. Just live right. I can rejoice when I know that you're living right. But when you and your wife can't get along at home and you're studying doing wrong, it is always some uproar. It makes me to know something is wrong somewhere. Hallelujah. There is nothing to blame on the other. The devil tried that. Adam tried that. It wouldn't work with God. There is nothing you can bring up that God that you can use to justify yourself for doing wrong in the sight of God. God told Adam, he said, I want you to keep my law. And this is what I don't want you to do. Every tree in the garden you have access to. You can eat of every tree. Hallelujah. But there's one that I forbid you. Don't eat. For the day you eat, that's the day you will die. The devil always will have you looking across the fence when everything in here is for you. But you looking across the fence at something that don't belong to you. Someone don't belong to you. And begin to lust. The enemy knew that. So he got hold to Eve first. I don't care how you put it. A woman is the weaker vessel. She is much easier to persuade to do wrong than a man. Oh, no, I know I'm right. Some of you that have a husband now say that my husband died, I'll never marry no more. But time bring about a change. You'll find yourself married before five or six months. It ain't wrong, but you the one said it. You don't put no confidence in the flesh. All women are getting married. But I would tell you, and I'm not trying to turn it into something that is Positions. But I want to say this, that you're talking about marrying and marrying. If there's a sister that is 65 or 70 years old, why would you want to get a man 65 or 70? He can help you, and I don't mean sex-wise. Are y'all listening? 
Everybody's mind jumps on sex when, when he can't do nothing. But honey, when you can't do nothing about sex, there's many other things that you can do. Maybe she got the rheumatism and she can't go and do something. Then you, you, you can go and do it. In the same way, if it's the man, it's not wrong. You get somebody the same age, unless they is not as old as I'm thinking. Somebody need to be there to help somebody. Is that right? Amen. Get up and do something, amen. But when you feel bad and I feel bad, you can't walk hard and I can't walk. Ain't nobody so we have to call for somebody else. Now y'all over here, y'all won't say nothing. This here, this here section is dead, just about. I don't hear y'all saying nothing on it, but you know it's the truth. You don't believe it, keep living. They said that was a man that he got old and he started walking like this. Said so the young man said, oh, Mister, why do you walk like that? He said, just keep on living. That's all he said, just keep on living. God is trying to help us. Yes. This is a new day. This is a new year. And I got a funny feeling. If we live to see the year 2000, mm -hmm. if we live, Lord, something is going to happen. What's going to happen, I don't know. The computers don't even know. They are trying to figure things out and get things, but we don't know when the master of the house is going to come. My Lord. Serena, he said, be ready, call you know, not today, not the hour. My mind is not on these natural things. Because I know if I'm planning to go back with Jesus, I've got to set my heart on things above. It must be. You around thinking about how, how much money you can make. What you got in your bank account. It's good to save it if you don't need it. But my mind is not on worldly things. It's not. I'm thinking about you more than anything else in the world. How that I can convince you and lead you to Christ. If I can't do it, my preaching is no good. But I must work with you. And if I work with you in the right way, God's going to work with me also with you. Somebody want to do right. You must remember another thing. You can't undo that what you have done. You can only confess and repent that God may see your innocence. And that God will forgive you. Now you may try to hide things, but brother, you got to bring them out. Somebody may be waiting on me for 1999. It's to do something that I've been doing over the previous year. And you know what that is, don't you? Don't you know? 
Deliverance time. When is that coming? The day of Jubilee. Bishop, when are you going to have deliverance? Service. What do you mean? Then I won't have to confess because all that now will be behind me. There may not be no deliverance. God may not feel that you should have it. Amen. The time is coming when we're going to have the Lord's Supper. We're going to have it. But I'm afraid for some who know they are not worthy, who want to tempt him. I'm afraid. Not as such thing is that I'm having, I'm putting on a fast for you to get yourself right for this. I'm not. But there's so many things that God sees that is needed and that you need to fast for yourself. Now you need to fast for others too, but you ain't in no shape. You need to pray for others, but you ain't in no shape. In shape don't mean you're up today and down tomorrow, up the next day, down the next day. God is trying to help us if we want to be here. A change. A new creature. Everybody that got the Holy Ghost and been baptized in water in Jesus' name supposed to be new. What did he say? Therefore, therefore, if any man be in Christ, oh, give him some volume up there. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, what I've already said now is leading up to this. Therefore, if any man be in if Christ, any man, any man, any woman, any girl, any boy, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He is. He automatically is different. He is a new creature. Are you new? I know I got the Holy Ghost. Yes, but are you new? You ain't got it because you say you got it. It automatically will make you new. He's a new creature. And what? Old things are passed away. Old things. The kind of person you used to be. How you used to get angry. How you used to get mad. How you used to curse. How you used to drink. How you used to run about. Is no longer there. Because I am new. Now what do that make you think? Or you examine yourself. The Bible said, let God be true. 
And every man that disagree with God, let him be a liar. You may get bold enough to say, I don't care what the Bible says. I know. But you ain't new because you say you're new. Something is wrong. I wonder when you go down in the sinking room, I wonder. Do the devil have a mind on some, something else? When somebody slipped through, it doesn't matter about Deacon Terry. Deacon Terry had let some slip through. Some of you have let some slip through. They came up here and they didn't have it and they can't live that they don't have. So true. Now I know I'm right. So true. Oh yes. So true. Well, since Terry, I don't care if I sold with you. I'm not the one to make you new. Yeah. There is a change. There is a love come with that. Hallelujah. There's a fear. There is a joy that stays with the person that is new. No wonder we prefer back sometimes to the old church to those in the days of the apostles. Amen. They repented. God filled, with, filled them with the Holy Ghost. We are letting people through without it just to come up here and say, I've got the Holy Ghost. But God said, what kind of a fruit are they producing? All right. Watch their fruit. He makes you new. He gives you what you need to help you to go through. And some can't live. A day saved. Not just one day. No wonder the enemy is after us. No wonder we are confused as we are. We're trying to carry the old man with the new. You can't do it. God won't have it. I get tired. I rebuke you. And trying to pry and beat on people. Lord, is it wakeful? Are they dead? Well, they can't feel, or they can't hear? Just how are they? Is it vain? Don't some of your mothers get tired sometimes of keep on whipping on your children? A chest tied in there? And it won't do no good? It ain't doing no good? You give up. Or you want to give up. But if God ever give up. If God ever repent. 
even if you got the Holy Ghost and won't obey, that he gave it to you. You is an eternal ship. We should mean business every time we come to church. Anybody that don't have the Holy Ghost should be acting, should be running with everything that's in there. It used to be when people would sing with the Holy Ghost, they started that evening or early that night and they stayed there till two and three o'clock in the morning. And when they came out, they came out with the Holy Ghost. But we who now labor, would we be glad when they quit? We'll go and talk with the pastor. You trying to get that off of you. Why don't you tell them something? You're the one that's seeking. Why don't you pray for them? You'd be too glad to get rid of them so you can go and see what others are doing or wherever they are. Let those souls up that don't know the value. And then when you get them back down and it's all you let them go on. But the Holy Ghost comes speaking for itself. Speaking a language. Not something you made up yourself. She come up or he come up saying, I got the Holy Ghost. I heard myself speaking and the next week acting as though one that never said that they had the Holy Ghost. Something is wrong. Lord, what are we going to do? Can we judge them? We went down there. We don't know whether they got it or not. But God said, you'll know them. You'll know them, though you are not in the heavens be, but you'll know them by their fruit. God don't bring up tigers and lions, monkeys and all. That's right. It's not because you want to be different, you're automatically different. Do anybody have the Holy Ghost? Then are you different? Are you different? Won't it make you different? You may not be perfect, but won't it make you different? Oh, Sister Coleman, you ought to raise your hand. You're one of them. Amen. It'll make you different. When you ain't trying to be different, it'll make you different. The time I received the Holy Ghost, I was so happy. None of my people had it. There I am in Detroit. Everything looked different to me. Never smoked another cigarette. But what made me different, I don't know, but that was a feeling. I couldn't pray without singing in tongues. My Lord. Lord help me. You can sing oh, yes. in tongues. Oh, yes. And that is the prettiest, prettiest music. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. I was so excited. I went downtown and went in the studio and said, I want a picture made. I want a picture made of me. He said, all right, come on in. I said, can you even put it and write Jesus in my back? 
My Lord. Lord have mercy. I was just that excited. He said, well, no, I can't. I said, well, I, I want everybody to know it. My Lord. I want everybody to know it. Are you talking about being full of the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. I was so excited and still is. When you start to talk about the Holy Ghost, I know what it is. I know what it will do for you. Glory it will excite you. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. God filled me with happiness. And I was glad. Amen. I didn't have to tell nobody. I was living with my sister there in Detroit. I remember well. I made it to the house there on Crane Street on the east side. I went home there. Somebody took me home. And I went in there. They didn't know nothing about the Holy Ghost. Mm. Had never been to this church before. But I went in as I stepped out. And she said, hey, say, where you been? I didn't say nothing. She said, something done happened to you. I see it. I see it on you. I promise I wasn't going to say nothing about it. But when I opened my mouth, out come the tongues. Out come the joy. They were able to sing. When you really got it. Hallelujah. Then God, God started from that point. From number one. He stopped saving them because he, they saw that was a difference. Yes. That my sister and her husband and my wife and my brother and my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law and all of them and my mother and yes. all of them came. Mm. Hallelujah. If I be lifted up, I'll draw. Yes, I'll draw. I'll make other people wish they had it. My first cousin, as long as this church been here, even out in the subdivision, they have no parts with it. My first cousin, we were very close. He don't come here. We used to drink together. We used to have fun together. But there is a difference. Your friends won't be with you. Because yeah. your life is shattered. And they can see the difference. Yeah. So you don't have to parade it around and tell people that you have changed. How do they all see that you have changed? Yeah. Hallelujah. Long dresses don't prove that you'll change all right. altogether. Sure. You can be a Pharisee in long dresses. But when you got the real thing, Lord, I feel like preaching. I said, when you got the real thing, honey, if you ain't sure about it, you ought to go back. Sister Crawford can tell you that during the old church, some had stood for it and said they had it for a number of years. But something made them doubt. Yet they had it. They say, may I go back and reseat? I say, yes. Go back. If you don't think you have it, go back. Yeah. Not because you're waiting until you do wrong. 
Hallelujah. But go back when you feel that something is wrong. Talk about being new. God makes you new. The Holy Ghost is new. And God ain't going to put new wine in an old bottle. <laughs> oh, no. He cleans you up. When you get out of there to seek for the Holy Ghost, and you know, I, I'm never going to go along with this, but if you want to make it make sense, it's you send for you. And you get out there, and you start seeking, start seeking, and then you start slobbing, you start to vomiting and all this stuff. They say, come on, come on, that, that's just God purging you. Amen. I don't know, I don't know, but a lot of that stuff come out of you, you know. Everything, I, I don't I don't know. Amen. But when that's gone, then out come the Holy Ghost at times. Is my sister here the first night of Bible class? Sister Katie? Sister Thomas? Where is she? No, she's not here. She was seeking for the Holy Ghost and she was just about that good. I mean, the devil will do you in to try to keep from losing you. You can't just walk away from the devil when you get That's ready. Right. Huh? Brother, it, 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 he ain't going to let you walk away that easy. Some men won't let their wives walk away from him and say, this is it. Right. Sometimes they'll kill them before they let them leave. I don't mean you don't want to go. But you just don't walk away from the devil when you get ready. If he see he's about to leave, leave you, or you's about to leave him, he's going to put up a fight. She was just about there and he knew it. I received the Holy Ghost. I told you this before, he brought her tongue out of her mouth around that long and closed her teeth on her tongue. Where she couldn't open her mouth, he paralyzed her jaws where she couldn't open. All she could do is just say, I say, sad, sad, praise him, praise him. And she couldn't do nothing but just shake her head, just shake her head. I laid my hands on her, I rebuked that demon. She got her tongue back in her mouth, she started speaking in tongues. Oh, that's the way you do, yeah? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the real Holy Ghost. It won't let you become as a rabbit. Every time you hear a bark, you'll run. All right. But you'll stand still. Let God help you. I'm glad that I know what the Holy Ghost is. <laughs> and I'm glad I know that God called me into the ministry. Not some way that I felt. But he said, now I can trust you to carry my word. But if you ain't saved, he can't. You're the coward, he can't. There's others out there doing the same thing. I wish I could talk. It's true. I don't like to offend people just because I can. But it is the truth. I don't care how well you can do it. I wonder if God sent some of y'all preachers. 
or that you just wanted to run. And you ran with nothing in your hand. Hallelujah. It makes you different. Huh? It makes the deacon more different. Huh? Everybody on the deacon board need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't mean you need to be filled. I'm talking about that it's on there. You should be sure you got it. And if you ain't got it, you ain't fit to be a deacon. You need to go back. And I'm not saying the church is perfect. But we are in that stand to try to help you yes. to become perfect. That's right. For we are workers together with him trying to bring you to perfection. That's so true. Hallelujah. But you know, I love this way. It's stricter and it's harder than anything that I've ever tried. But you know, I love it. It'll make you stay on your knees. Yeah. It'll make you fast. It'll make you know where you are and where you stand. For we that think and we stand it, let us take heed lest we fall. Sure enough. Huh? Sure enough. Amen. And you ought to be glad when somebody get on your case. Amen. Or when somebody challenges you. Well, you can say when you is in the body of Christ and you know you're doing right, you can say like Paul in the 8th chapter of Romans, that is therefore now. No condemnation. I'm not talking about way out there. I'm talking about now. now no condemnation. Them that are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. When you read that day chapter Romans, we're going to have to quit. A new beginning. Romans chapter number 8 and verse 1. Uh-huh. There is therefore now. Now he used to go and say that. You used to go and say that. But are you able to say that now? Oh, y'all ain't talking back. No, Man. no. Amen. Well, I don't care if you don't say nothing. It's right anyway. Huh? There is therefore now. No condemnation. Right now. Right now. If you owe anybody an apology, there's condemnation. If you're upset with your wife or husband, there's condemnation. If you're upset with anybody, there's condemnation. And you ain't ready for heaven. If you didn't pay God his tithes last year, even up to now, there's condemnation. Lord, and is you at the point where you can say, he didn't say just there is no condemnation. Look what he said. There is therefore now. 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 God dealing with us now. He'll forgive you for yesterday, but what about now? You didn't live right last week, but what about now? There's no condemnation. Read. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. To them which is in Christ Jesus. Who, wa who walk not after the flesh. Who walk not after the flesh. But after the spirit. Who is not trying to satisfy the flesh. 
but they is after the Spirit. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I used to say, so say I now again, that you don't have to do wrong. You can live a perfect life if you are led by the Spirit. Because as many as are led by the Spirit of God, led by Spirit, it's impossible to do wrong. You don't obey the flesh. You don't obey the kind of mind. You can finish that. For the law of the spirit of life. There is a law. That God gave you to live by. He didn't just turn you loose and say. Whatever you think is right. There is a law. That's supposed to govern you. That's supposed to govern our lives. But there are things you want to do. But if God forbid. You can't do it. There is a law. Read. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus uh -huh. hath made me free from Had the law. made me free. From the law of sin and death. Lord have mercy. Do you know in them no Holy Ghost filled churches? And they got all them wives over there, husbands over there. But when you get over here, he frees you from all of them except one. If that one is saved. Oh, y'all ain't even talking. Amen. Huh? He frees you. Have you heard the people like, say, she living in adultery? He living in adultery. You know that deacon is living in adultery. Have you heard that? Even in the Baptist church. Have you heard that? Oh, they are living in adultery. And you know he got three wives. He got four wives. She got all these husbands. Honey, they, they, oh, they even talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. But when you get over here, you was condemned over there, but when you get over here, God stripped you and forgive you by everyone. See, I didn't give you the one that you had. But now I'm giving you one. Yes. You are free from the others. Oh, hallelujah. He made me free. He gave me one. Yes. One husband, one wife. Hallelujah. What about the others there behind? I don't have to give an account. But look what God has done. All of your sin that you committed back there, God say, I cast them away from you. Yes. I cast them so far. I got rid of them forever. As far as the east is from the west. How far is it? Lord knows. I don't know. Huh? I, I imagine they're still going. <laughs> if he cast our sins to the west, they're right. still going. <laughs> Hallelujah. When God forgives you, he forgives you. And he said, I won't even let them come up. I won't let them be a testimony against you. That's what I like about him. Just like a dead man. I can owe two million dollars, but when I'm dead, the debt is paid. Mm -hmm. Or just west to me, you can't bring me back to make me pay for Amen. Well, we're going to quit.
But I say to feel like preaching. I ain't preaching yet, but I'm just, my God, I'm just lining up. Getting ready for the new year. Telling you to come on and go with me. Amen. Amen. But remember this in my conclusion. God knows them that are here. Amen. It doesn't matter how much you try to shine. What you try to prove. God knows them that are here. But I'm so glad. That heaven have to agree with me. The gates of hell can't stand before me. I know, I know, I know, I know I've been born again. I know that. Hallelujah. If anybody out here that is in doubt, not waiting until you do wrong, not waiting until you get out of God's will, not waiting until you commit sin. You know whether something is wrong with you now. You may not altogether know what it is. If your head is aching, you know your head is aching. You don't care what nobody say. You know your head aches. Man, that's not your head. That's your foot. No, it's not. It's my head. The reason I know it's my head because it's my head. I know something's wrong. Don't let people make you think that you is up there when you know you're down there. You need help. And God is looking for somebody that he can help. Amen. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter. But he that doeth the will of my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He want to help us, though you made many mistakes in 98 that you don't want to make in 99. He will have mercy upon you. He will allow you another chance, but he won't keep on doing it. Day after day, week after week, he won't keep on doing it. You need to straighten up. If you need to confess, and if you've done, done something and you know it's wrong, you can't cover it from God. For he that covers his sin shall not prosper. So God won't help you. Will you let him help you? Will you be honest enough to let him help you? What happened to you last year? And you haven't got it straight up. To come over into 99. It's not that she was right because he spared, but because of his mercy. He looked on you and decided to give you another chance. You ought to be grateful. You ought to have enough fear in your heart. Say, Lord, because you love me, and because you're allowing me another chance. 